News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes. Hope it's a good Sunday for you in the studio. We've got Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They are, do a great job, and you can reach them anytime at 357 0813. Good to have you here, and congratulations, I hear, in order your franchise of the year. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, pretty excited about that. Just back from uh, San Diego, where we were honored as the number one home team franchise in the country. This is not the first time, though, as I remember. No, this is is actually our fourth year in a row doing that. So not only are we growing on both sides of the river here, but uh, continue to get national recognition for the uh, work the team's doing here. That's great. Congratulations. They hire veterans, and they do a great job. And they come in as a team. Also here, my buddy Chuck Crosby from the Crosby Law Office. Good to see you, sir. Good morning. Uh, 499-6360 is Chuck's direct number to call. He does a great job. Uh, and he makes the closings interesting, which I think is probably one of the nicest things. Because other well, than signing paperwork, sellers are just normally just sitting there. They sign a couple of things in there. They're, you know. well, and I always find that if you get uh, both parties engaged, if they do have any questions along the way, that brings it up. They aren't sitting there afraid to uh, to talk to the closing attorney. Yeah, yeah, you do a great job, and I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, coming up in just a little while, uh, 11 things never to keep in your garage. Some of these may be uh, eye-openers for you, especially if you have some of the things that could be dangerous. So. Also, we're going to be keeping uh, on track here because of the weather, and we're going to snow. You know, it's this time of year. I've got a list, and I'll just throw a couple of out over the next couple of shows. Uh, 12 winter emergency supplies that you should always keep in your car. I think that's really important for everyone. And one of them, I, I kind of was kind of um, curious it's um, ice melt, which sounds right, but it's pet-friendly ice melt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, do you know what the difference is between... Well, one will kill your cat straight. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get that. So there is really is something yeah. that's going to prevent... We see some pet-friendly ice melt that doesn't hurt their paws. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I don't know what the, the chemical changes are, but it's it's friendlier to their, their paws. I was told they like to lick salty stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Sandy and I have a new, uh, you may have yeah, heard, a, yeah. a new German Shepherd, and um, I am, and uh, Chloe is just the, the love of our life. And if you go on uh, Facebook or Instagram, you can see pictures we post. But I have cut, still have cuts yeah. from I, her teeth. I have a few. Yeah, too. you do yeah. too. Yeah. You have a new uh, pup as well? No, from Chloe. Oh, from Chloe. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, when you came over when I saw the, Chloe. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chloe, Chloe does not know the word no when it comes to biting your your fingers. So, uh, Chuck, you escaped uh, the uh, with a little holiday party that we have with uh, me not getting bit by Chloe. I don't know about you getting bit, but uh, I played with her. Oh, yeah, but you didn't get bit. Maybe, we, maybe she was well, scared of the beard or something. Yeah. Something like that. May have been, yeah. All right, let's go to the phone, shall we? Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. We've got a house on the market, yep. and uh, we have a person coming in that has been measuring wi-fi waves and we're a little confused on what is going on have you ever heard of anybody being allergic or sensitive to high wi-fi waves no just this one seller who wore aluminum foil around his head because no i'm kidding the what what brad i i I don't know i've i've heard this too i've seen stories out on the internet and on facebook about people supposedly being allergic but aren't those just EMF, isn't that just the conventional type of radio waves that we see everywhere else? From power lines, right, I, I mean, high-tension yeah, power lines, right? Yeah. Well, I just think just 
those type of, of frequencies just in general. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I've, I've heard of this and we've actually had people that we've seen going into inspections that are carrying little wet Wi-Fi detectors with them. I don't know for what reason or purpose, but. Well, I'll tell you, I've seen some uh, inspectors who have uh, preyed on uh, a variety of paranoia, uh, mm-hmm. in particular finding uh, evidence of ghosts in the uh, mm-hmm. attic. Uh, it's like, wait a minute, you're the home inspector, not the paranormal. Uh, wait a second, the, uh, the home inspector is yeah, doing ghosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who do you call it for? It killed the deal, by the way. Just, well, I'm sure it did, but who do you call for uh, mediation? Uh, 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 remediation ghosts. of ghosts? Remediation um, of ghosts. Well, yeah. who are you going to call? Uh, Ghostbusters, <laughs> exactly. naturally. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we both on wow. the same page. Yeah. That's, that's I know, it completely blew my mind. But, uh, you know. <sighs> Sometimes, no, I, I, Tom, I've never heard of that before, neither of any of us here. That's why you deal with a reputable uh, entity. Yeah. Right. A reputable local entity where there's a person a face and you know that you can actually go see and talk to yeah. and yeah uh if your home is not sold we can help go to louisvillehousedoctors.com whether it's been on the market hasn't sold you're thinking about selling uh concerned about it louisvillehousedoctors.com fill out the form and yes in fact we do make house calls and they are absolutely free of charge back to the phones good morning bob siculler louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas good morning Hey, Bob, this is Hunter. Um, I just bought a home, and I found out that it seems like the seller probably knew about some foundation issues. Seems like they covered them up, maybe with like a self-patch job, painted over it. Uh, Looks like the home inspector missed this during their inspection. We closed on the home, and now I'm having all kinds of problems. Can I get out of this in any way? I guess get out of the house, having sold it already. So let's talk about uh, let's let's start with legal. So, so house what, is already closed. Already closed. Um, can you? Well, there are legal arguments for it. Uh, will you? Probably not. Um, I'm betting it's uh, just going to boil down to your normal situation where somebody did something to you. You've been damaged, so you sue them for the monetary uh, damage amounts. So I will tell you that recently we closed on one of the uh, homes that we had listed. Um, represented uh, a builder, does mm-hmm. a great job, sitting at the closing table, um, talking to the buyer's agent, who I we were waiting for the buyer to come in, and my uh, builder seller was with me, and the um, the agent starts talking. He says, I, there's not much I can tell you, but these people who are buying this home had been, had bought another home uh, that was a resale, and that the they forced the buyer. I'm sorry. They forced the seller, seller. to buy it back. Yeah, and you can in circumstances. I've been involved in litigation where that's been done. Uh, you know, you want a property for a particular purpose. There's easements that weren't disclosed that completely destroy that purpose. You know, there's arguments to be made to have properties to have a sale uh, rescinded. The is it rescinding it's, it's, or is it just buying back because otherwise the the original it, owner is a it, it is works, fearful. It works the same way. You're you're, you're not going to get uh, your property back and and uh, get to keep the money. So anyhow, the sale is is set aside. It also happens at commissioner sales occasionally, but that's a whole different ball of wax. Hmm. Uh, but it's kind of rare. Uh, this I well, mean, I happened to be I was really rare. <laughs> I was sitting in one, and and that was kind of it was a mm. shock. And I, the buyer's agent said, "Listen, I can't really tell you a whole lot other than the fact that this is what the generalities of yeah. what happened." I said, "Whoa, well, I, 
the good news is he's buying a brand new home, and it's, yeah. it's, he's not going. Uh, the buyer's not going to have a problem yeah. with this particular um, house. Yeah. I, I just remember uh, you know horror stories in the past, which I'm not really going to go into, but yeah. spider houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Google that, and uh, you can see how uh, it, it's a remedy that's available, but it's just not generally used. Uh, is, most, it, is it costly though on this truck? I mean, to, uh, if you buy it's a, a lawsuit, house, yeah. it's a lawsuit. So in the average, uh, I, believe, okay. I believe an average civil lawsuit lasts about four years. Uh, so imagine. Imagine paying an attorney for four years. Oh yeah, um, I mean it. It it can get expensive, but then again, there you know it may be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Especially so, if you're really yeah. upset. With so it, it's like a lot of things. It's it's possible yep. if you're willing to take it to the mat. Uh, but in a lot of cases, something like cracks in uh, a basement, I'm betting that there's a fairly, a relatively uh, uh, reasonable price that can be put onto that. To repair it. To repair it. Satisfactorily. Yeah, yeah. So, Brad, on your end mm-hmm. of this thing, uh, the nice thing about um, Home Team is that, and I'm not just singling you out, but I, I just have to say this because you step up, mm-hmm. that um, if you've got a couple of guys who are going in, so there's yeah. set double sets of eyes looking right. at a problem. And if there's a problem, I've known that you've stepped up. Even I know a case where it wasn't anything that was attributable to you yeah. or your people, but you stepped up to take care of it. That tells me a lot mm-hmm. about your company. But there, there's not much that you can do for hidden defects that have been deliberately hidden. Right. Yeah. So the, the, the challenge for any of the home inspectors is when you're looking, when you're examining the house, when you're inspecting the home, particularly the foundation, we're always looking for evidence and that may not just be a crack. It may be we're seeing moisture damage or we're seeing staining somewhere that's going to lead us back to a repair that was made. Oftentimes when we go in and inspect homes, there are a lot of parts of the foundation that are covered up with you know, junk in the basement, things piled up against walls. Uh-huh. Oftentimes, I mean, we can't see behind that. We're not going to remove all those piles. We can't do that. It's the seller's belongings. So the, I think that one of the best practices I know that most of your agents are doing, when you're doing that final walkthrough, when the home is finally empty, yep. then you're able to kind of identify maybe they were hiding something during the inspection. Because a patch job, um, it's, it's relatively easy to see. I mean, unless you've just got someone who's you know, putting drywall back up you know, over top of uh, over a, a foundation crack, I mean, you're really going to be able to see evidence of that repair. Yeah. Uh, well, the, you guys did uh, when you looked at my house. Mm-hmm. There had been some repairs done, right. and I mean, they immediately pointed it out. And I might add, it was behind uh, some shelving units mm-hmm. that were huh. in there, and right. I still found it. Yeah. But you're not forensic. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you can't be expected to be a forensic pathologist of houses. Yeah, it, and so I think that, yeah. that we do the best we can. I mean, every home inspector is going to try to do the best they can. I think, like you say, our yeah. teams are a little different because we have multiple sets of eyes on everything but you know i think that's also goes back to what we've talked about doing that final walkthrough just to make sure that there's not something that's that's out of order and a surprise you know what surprises me if i walk into a house to do a listing and we walk through and we go into the basement and the seller has painted Mm -hmm. the walls and the floor a a gray or a white Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking to myself and i have to ask the seller is there something that we need mm-hmm. to know because an inspector is going to come by now? If you see that as yeah. painted oh, the whole mm-hmm. basement or this whole mm-hmm. section of the basement, does that raise an eyebrow? It does, you? and yeah. we'll put that in the report saying that that it's been recently painted. It has the appearance of being recently painted, yeah. you know, and that there could be you know other things there. We don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, and and just to let you know, another little caveat. So we've come up with a policy, and this is again. Agents who are listening, adopt this. This is it is very important for buyers. Uh, 
we had a recent problem where the um, the seller we represented the buyer the seller had the power turned off mm. prior to closing so my agent walked through the day before but the power was off and there was no way of knowing whether the heat and air conditioning yep. were working possibly mm-hmm. now in, many agents may say okay well we'll just presume it's working but i would tell you no so our policy is if it power's not on and we mm-hmm. can't test all the systems while we're walking through we do not close period mm-hmm. so again agents my fellow compadres around uh, uh kentucky and southern indiana just think about that it will save so much aggravation i know you got a delay on the closing but unless it's done properly it, it just mm-hmm. is not going to work properly yeah. back to the phones good morning bob sicola louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello Hi, Bob. This is Susan. I accepted an offer on my home last week. I started looking for a new home to buy. I can't find anything that I like, though. Mm. I told my agent I didn't want to sell my home. She says I can't get out of the contract. Isn't the sale on my home contingent on the finding of a new home? You know, this actually happened to me. I had a seller who we we listed her. She was with another another property, another agent. They couldn't sell it. We came in. We sold it in a matter of a week. And she said the same basic thing. She says, yeah, I can't find anything I want to get out. And she said, didn't you say that this was contingent on me finding out? I said, no. <laughs> no, it's contingent on the buyer. So, yeah, I, yeah, I said, I, no, that no one's going to buy a house if it's contingent on you finding a house. Yeah. And so is there a way for Susan to get out? Not based on that, no. No. And she can be held for, for damages? There's, there's a lot of things you can be held for. Um, you've Obviously, uh, commission has been earned at that point. There's a there's a contract, a valid contract. So buyer and seller commissions. Uh, right, yeah. right. So buyer and she'd be liable for that. Um, she would be liable for the uh, reasonable damages that the uh, buyer had. If they had to go and find another house for a particular amount, uh, you know, then they're going to argue. Uh, let's say they have to pay $20,000 more for another house of the <laughs> same type. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, there's just all kinds of things uh, that can happen. I would tell Susan, if you can't find another house, my suggestion is you rent an apartment, yeah. if at all possible. You can rent a house that not well, many out there. There's plenty places yeah. in Louisville. There are. Yeah. And at least and that gives it takes the pressure off of you, and mm-hmm. it allows you to do a right. very neat yeah. looking for a new house. And I get, yeah. I get this phone call a lot, and, and what I like to point out is, well, it's going to cost me so much more to rent a place, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then, but when you work on the numbers, well, if you had a mortgage on a new place, how much are you paying towards principal? How much are you paying towards interest? That that has uh, is part of the equation, plus the fact um, renting a place is going to be darn well cheaper than getting sued. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and what's the worth of not having pressure on you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we wish you the best on this, Susan. Uh, back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sikilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHASL. Hi, Bob. This is Leanne. Yeah, Leanne. It's been about six months since I moved into my new house, and all of a sudden I've got water leaking from one of the ceilings under a shower. And I hired a licensed plumber to evaluate the leak, and I was told it appeared whoever fixed the leak was an amateur and didn't know what they were doing. There was no way my home inspector would have found this problem since the ceiling under the shower did not show any signs of leak or damage. Can I go after the seller because I think they tried to conceal the problem? Okay, so let's start with Brad on this thing. Thoughts on um, on the problem? uh, Shower pans are always suspect uh, because they they have a tendency to leak Uh uh, because of the, the way that the drain connects. 
uh, to the to the floor. Uh, it's always an area that we are looking at very closely. However, she she mentions here that she's been in there six months. Of course, a home inspector is never going to know when something fails. Uh, we also don't know, you know, if how uh, previous repairs were made, whether mm-hmm. it was by the homeowner or somebody that knew what they were doing. Um, yeah, that that one's uh, that one's a tough one. I mean, it's certainly an area the home inspector will look at. But, but in this case, yeah, I think that would would be a tough one to. And Chuck, your thoughts on this thing? With well, her? it's certainly not past the statute of limitations, so she has the t- she's in the right time frame. It's an evidentiary uh, nightmare, I would think. Uh, how do we know who repaired it? How do we know when they did it? Uh, mm-hmm. Just because the person inspecting it doesn't think they did a great job, well, mm-hmm. you know, does it meet a reasonable standard for that industry? Uh, a lot of different evidentiary issues, but. Um, you know, within six months, uh, certainly uh, the the clock has not stopped running. Yeah, so it's tough, but it's not impossible. Yeah. All right. If uh, you were thinking about selling your home either this month, next month, or this year, even next year, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. If you want a copy, just simply send me an email, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line, and I'll get that right back at you or to you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the 11 things never to keep in your garage. Some of these are pretty obvious, but there are a couple there that are uh, a wow. In the studio with me, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Services, 357-0813. And you can reach me anytime on my cell, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. 
Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank fame. And if you want to talk about the Guaranteed Sale Program, you can uh, call me up. Tell, come out. We'll arrive at a price. We'll sell it. You can cancel at any time with the Guaranteed Sale Program. There are another any extra fees. You can reach me at 376-5483. In the studios with me, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And you can reach me at 376-5483. 11 things now. Never to keep in your garage. Let's see how good you guys are and see if you know this. Okay, keeping not to keep in your garage, and I'll ask you yes or no. Paint. Yes or no? No. No if you want to protect it from freezing. Well, when stored improperly in an unheated garage, paint can separate mm-hmm. or gel. Mm-hmm. Even unopened cans are at risk of spoiling in extreme temperatures. That's yeah. good, good for you. Yeah. Firewood. Do we keep firewood in the garage? No. 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 Termites. On cold winter nights, the wrong, roaring fire needs fuel, but uh, resist that impulse along with that cord of wood come pests that can mm-hmm. infiltrate your garage and eventually migrate into your home. Instead, stack your firewood on an elevated rack away from the home and cover it with a tarp to keep it dry. I know it's tough when it's snowing, but that's true. How about canned food? Do you keep canned food in the garage? Yes, no? I I wouldn't. Well, he's asking the question, so I presume that it's a negative response we need to make. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. The answer is interesting that you said that. Running out of room in your kitchen cabinets or pantry, don't risk storing that extra canned food in the garage. The natural conditions of garage make it unsuitable for the location of storing, storing food, and the USDA recommends storing canned foods in a cool, dry location. How about brooms? Should you keep a broom in the garage? Well, if I'm not supposed to, I'll have to remove it tonight, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to. Let's just see who's right here. Okay. I'm going to put yes. the broom in the garage. Yes, yes. you're yes. correct. It is. Yes, that was a... Oh, I can was, keep that a... Gra- that was the... That was a throw you off the track. I keep all my brooms in the corner. How about propane? Do you put propane no. tanks? No, that's a big no. Yeah. No, no. Uh, always store extra propane tanks, propane tanks uh, outside because you never know yeah. what could happen, especially in the form of a leak. A spare refrigerator. Well, I've got one there. Yeah, yeah I, I have one too, but it's it's well. It's I, and I understand. Sometimes. Well, it does the the way they make them now. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, any th- any refrigerator made in the last fifteen years, the uh, change in temperatures mm-hmm. is supposed to destroy it. Uh, so I put out there the one that we were. Yeah, you put one in the garage. Okay, yeah, we, and I have two in the garage. Yeah. Well, I have a deep freezer too. Okay, there you go. So here's the answer. Don't keep a spare fridge in your garage. Refrigerators function most efficiently at temperatures between 65 and 78. In the summer, a um, non-climate-controlled garage can reach 
temperatures in excess of 100 degrees, forcing the fridge to work overtime to keep cool and running up your utility bills in the process. Right. Yeah. The, uh, my father-in-law, uh, he, he knew everything about everything, uh-huh. um, would tell us the different types and models mm-hmm. and years for deep freezes and refrigerators. Wow. That could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Bedding and clothing, do not no. do not keep it. Heat, humidity, insects, natural enemies of fabric, they'll take it down. Treasured photos, same thing. Uh, you want to store it in a cool, dark place, not a, refri- uh, a garage. Paper products, nothing attracts mice and chewing insects like termites and silverfish more than paper products and gasoline. I am mm-hmm. I'm guilty of this as well. Yeah, particularly if you've got a water heater in your in your garage. Oh no, we don't. Yeah, but I, I right. But many people do. You really? can you can yeah. store gasoline yes. in the garage if you don't do it properly. You're putting yourself and your home at risk. Mm. Many community fire codes restrict gasoline yeah. storage to less than twenty five gallons. Avoid doing that, yes. no matter what. Yeah. Make sure it's out of direct sunlight and out of the reach of children as well. So there mm-hmm. you go. Some eleven things never to keep in your garage. We love feedback. We love working with our clients. Joe and Karen needed to sell their home. They had already bought another home, and that's when they came to me and I had worked with them before. The first time, how long did it take for us to sell your home? Fourteen days, and oh. that was after it was on on the market for about over a year with another a year and a half a year and a half with another realtor. Yeah, you took over, and then within fourteen days, we sold it without even reducing the price. So now we come to this one, and what what did you say to me at the uh, the table? I basically threw the gauntlet down for you, Bob. I said last time we did it in fourteen days. Let's see if you can beat it. And how did we do? Well, within a few hours. Of it coming on the market, we had our first offer. By that evening, we had our second offer. We had dueling offers, and by the end of the second day, we had the house sold. And it's gone pretty smoothly, hasn't it? I mean, oh, yeah, perfect. Yes. Yeah, and this was a higher-priced home, so people who are thinking, well, it must have been a low-priced home. No, this was above five hundred thousand. Correct. Which are not selling as quickly uh, in our market as in other parts of the country. So, can you come up with a reason how that happened so quickly? I think the first thing was we took your advice to hire the opinions of a stager. Um, We didn't use her full services, but we did use her advice, paid for her advice, and uh, implemented some of that. And then I think just the way that you do the pictures and the video and push it out um, to the market um, just made it go very quickly. We want to thank Joe and Karen. And if you want to see more from them and or other sellers, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We talked about higher-priced homes, and I'm constantly shocked. The market is recovering from the slowness of the holiday season. We just took an offer in on a $700,000-plus home, accepted contract. So we're seeing the movement come back again. And so if you're thinking about selling uh, or buying, now's the time to start getting in there early before everybody else comes in so you're the new kid on the block, basically. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Donna. Um, We're thinking about selling our home, and when we look at our carpet, we see these edges that are darker, nothing, even cleaning the carpet doesn't bring it up. Can you tell me what's happening here? You know, and I've seen that, Donna. Um, Brad, do we know why? Because sometimes you can have the carpets clean, and there's still an edge of dirt around the the edge of the rooms. My understanding is it's the tack strips that are underneath that between Uh the metal that, that you've got there that will rust. Uh, you've got little metal teeth that are grabbing hold of the carpet uh, backing. Uh, you also have wood strips. And those wood strips are probably picking up moisture over time, and I think that's leaching back into the uh, the pad, keeping that a little bit uh, moist probably for extended periods of time. And I think that's what I understand is, is causing some of the discoloration. That's, that's going to be something that takes 
place over a lot of years, though. Okay, so I and I will tell you that that is an excellent um, definition of what that problem is because I had heard mm-hmm. that it the home was breathing, a home was breathing, and the return vents or the the vents that are moving forward, um, pushing air and returning it, uh, were bringing dirt into the edge of the carpeting. But the, your makes yours make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrapping up here, one more thing we want to talk about uh, in terms of things to keep in your car, kitty litter. When you're stuck in the mm-hmm. snow, the best thing to do is put your car into low gear and accelerate slowly to give the wheels the best chance of gaining traction. If the wheels spin too fast, your car could end up further entrenched in the snow. So to get that extra bit of transaction, or traction, I should say, you can sprinkle some kitty litter in the path of your tires to give the tread something to grip on and pull you out of the rut. Something yeah. to think about when it comes time to... Every uh, New Yorker has kitty litter in the back yeah, of the no car. Yeah, no kidding. Along That's with a true. couple of uh, concrete blocks. Do, do yeah. either of you te- keep uh, ice off or some sort of uh, windshield spray de-icer? I keep bourbon. It <laughs> works just so. <laughs> <laughs> Might be cheaper. Yeah. And listen, this is the, look, this is a really good tip. A good spray de-icer can yeah. solve a myriad of problems. Spray it on the windshield to break mm-hmm. up ice and frost. And especially useful in your car's defrost if your car's defroster is not working properly, or apply it to the headlights and taillights to keep them from freezing or losing brightness if you're driving at night. So that's a, a, just a can of ice off. We'll keep giving some of these tips out because yeah. we don't know how bad the winter is going to be mm-hmm. until it gets there. Yeah. We are out of time. Our thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Thank you, Chuck. No problem. We'll see you next time. You got it. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in with veterans. They come in as a team. And they, once again, recognized as the number one home team service in the country, 357-0813. Thank you. Thank you. You can reach me anytime. I'm available by phone. And we're starting to see the phones pick up, so now's the time to give us a call so we can come out and talk to you about selling. And we've got 25 buyer agents ready to help you. 376-5483. Have a great Sunday, folks. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.